Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Muckrake Podcast. I'm Nick Houselman, and this is an announcement to let you know that we are going to be doing a new series called The Weekender over on Patreon that will appear every Friday. And this is a little sneak preview so you can get a handle on what it's like and why you'd want to go over there and join the Patreon and be part of that community, which has been incredible and amazing with a lot of people there and a lot of great conversations. So uh, here it is. Check it out. And uh, feel free to check out the actual Patreon as well at patreon.com slash Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Weekender edition of the Muckrake Podcast. Jared Yates Sexton here with Nick Houseman. Uh, to get everybody up to date, we had a coup attempt yesterday. I don't know if everyone paid attention to it. Um, you know, saw on the news, saw what was going on. Um, we did an emergency podcast, which I think we both knew eventually something was going to happen. I felt a little prescient knowing that there was going to be a need for something like that. But even I, after years of yelling about this thing, was a little bit shocked by how it uh, how it turned out. Nick, we're one day removed from a coup attempt. How are you feeling? Oh, uh, not not good. Um, I was up all night watching. Here's what I want to say. I, I like the energy that the Congress had to say, F this, we're going to get back in session tonight and just finish this. I like that. They didn't postpone it for any extra longer time because I would have thought, oh, great, it's going to be a week. Now, part of this could very well be they wanted to get the hell home, which is interesting only because – it sounds like they're leaving. They're not, nothing's going to happen until the inauguration, which means how are they going to prosecute anything else like a, you know, uh, a 25th Amendment or impeachment? The, the, a seditious act by the sitting president of the United States of America. Yeah. Nonetheless. I, yes. I, uh, I thought it was a real profile and courage that they mostly packed up their, their bags and went home. I thought that was pretty amazing. Um, yeah, I, I like you. I thought it was the right thing to do to go ahead and hold session, even though I mean, there there was there was blood spilled, you know, like like someone died. Did someone, you see the footage, I, by the way? Uh, I saw the footage of uh, the the rioter being shot, mm-hmm. and I also saw the footage. And which, by the way, if you haven't seen it, don't you don't need to see it. Um, she was attempting to break into a barricaded door. Like she was trying, like literally climbing through a broken pane of glass. And uh, listen, I don't wish ill will on anybody, but that uh, that that officer did what they had to do. And I will point out, and this is going to be a larger part of the discussion I think we're going to have today. If you watch the video, Nick, it happens. And all of these people just reach for their phones. Yeah. And they're just like they want to get footage of this person who has been shot and all of a sudden, and it's all part of their TV show or their internet show or whatever their little narcissistic reality program idea is. And there's a person bleeding out on the floor. And the first thing that comes to these people's minds is to get their phones out to document it. It's really disturbing. Yeah. Now that, that angle where you actually see it is not nearly as, um, uh, traumatic as there, there's a couple other ones that are more on the ground, like right in, in, in there, which you don't see the shoot, the shot, but then you, you just see how she clearly that there was no medical attention given to her for way too long. Yep. And I, I couldn't watch the whole thing. I and mean, there was maybe a two or three minute one after about a minute, I had to turn it off only because, you know, I just, you could sense that this is why she died. It was because yeah. she bled out. Um, Did you watch her video? Like her actual, like, the things that she was streaming and saying and all that. I heard that there was some pretty inflammatory stuff in her. It's, life, yeah, Facebook it's just feed. incredible. 
And and what's important to go back to what I was saying about all these cameras being on her, this was a person who was completely red billed, just done, just done, and believed all these conspiracy theories. And again, this is something we've talked about over and over. She thought she was a soldier in an invisible war. She really did. And she thought that she was a leader in it. She thought that she was part of a movement. These streaming things that she had done, it's like the people who got into the chamber and like took videos of themselves, you know, posing in front of their spoils. They literally think they're stars in their own TV show. Well, let's not forget the cosplay for her was real. She was a 14-year Air Force vet. So she already had the the badge uh, of of serving her country and being this patriot uh, in her mind. So uh, now I, I posted an interview with a guy who was right next to her. Uh, they, they happened to find this guy. I don't know how. Uh, and they were and he was just sort of telling him what happened. Gives him the name, gives him where he's from. I mean, the FBI will clearly pull him over and, 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 and take him into custody, I'd imagine, at this point. Um, but the description that he gives of them storming the Capitol, it makes it sound like he thinks he's in some sort of like storming the beaches at Normandy. It literally yeah. feels like that way. You know, the flashbang yeah. grenades were going off and we were we, we uh, blitzed into the doors like all the even the terminology he was using. Uh, no recognition of anything that they did was putting them into you know grave danger at all. Um, and, and then he tries to turn around saying, like, I, I kind of was curious, like, what is his goal? What did they want to do? He wanted to maybe grab some congressmen by the lapels and get them in their face and say, we, you know, give us our two thousand dollar checks and you better make sure the president, you know, is still a president after the 20th. Like, it seems like that's what they wanted to do. They literally wanted to get face to face with Congress people. Do you know what occurred to me today that I had not thought about yesterday? And it hit me like an absolute ton of bricks. Do you remember, and what is time? When when did this happen? Do you remember that big plan to storm Area 51? Yeah. Remember that when they were just like, if, if, if all of us at the same time just storm the fences of Area 51, they'll have to show us the secrets. They'll have to tell us their secrets. And you had all these people. And by the way, just to go ahead and bring it around full circle, you had tons of, quote unquote, Internet personalities who were gathering at Area 51 and they were doing streaming videos about how they were going to storm Area 51. There was no cohesive plan yesterday. They made it up as they went along and they were helped along the way. Right. President Trump said, when this is done, you need to march down here and go there and do. And and by the way, like the words are, I mean, the fact that he isn't already in jail today is bullshit. Absolute bullshit. Donald Trump should be in jail today for incitement of violence, for sedition, for insurrection, all of it. He should be in jail. He pointed the way. He said, go and do this. They went and did it. uh, Capitol Police apparently let him right in. Let uh, let's to be fair, there is other footage uh, where there's a serious wrestling match and it's like a line of cops like trying to. Keep OK, out. that's fair. That's fair. A, a, a handful or a lot of police let them through. There were points of entry okay. is what happened. Fair enough. And eventually they go in and they find themselves and, you, you know, the footage that started being released, which, by the way, real fast, I'd be remiss if I didn't say fuck Chuck Todd. Fuck Chuck Todd, who, by the way, watched this entire thing. He was like, this is incredible footage, just incredible footage. It's like a movie. And it's like you are the head of politics at NBC and you are watching the capital of the United States of America be stormed. And all you can think about is how good the footage is, which, by the way, everything you need to know about Chuck Todd. So they get in. 
They don't know exactly what they're doing and they just keep getting into chambers and they keep getting into offices. And the next thing you know, somebody's sitting in Nancy Pelosi's office kicking their feet up and they're like, well, I guess I'll steal some stuff. We're now finding out, by the way, that like a laptop was stolen. I assume other stuff was stolen. Who knows if there were other moments of subterfuge because some people went in there to take selfies. Other people went in there with zip ties. And we talked about this too, which is they're live action role playing their way into a coup. What would have happened if they came across AOC? Oh, do you know I, what I mean? Yeah. Or can you imagine if, let's say Pelosi was in her office when they got there? That'd be it. Do you really think they'd, they'd kill her? Yeah, no. Why, well, yeah, absolutely I do. Because the truth is that almost every coup or revolution becomes as a, it comes from a role playing place, right? Like the people who overthrew uh, Gaddafi. Do you think that they, in the middle of the day, they're like, we're going to go kill Gaddafi? No, all of a sudden they ended up in a position where they're like, I think we could kill him right now. You know what I mean? Like, we found him. There he is. Right. Why wouldn't we? Like, I, I have no doubt that if they would have come across actual members of Congress, particularly the ones that they hated, I have no doubt that there would have been violence. No. Do, do we have – I don't think I've seen any information about that when they realized what was happening and when they whisked them out of there because I wonder just how close it was. Yep. I mean we know they have underground tunnels. They can kind of sneak out whatever without anyone seeing them on the outside. But um, I suppose that will come out very soon. The Capitol – the Capitol Police has resigned uh, because of their terrible response, which, you know, was deserved at the very least. Uh, you know, I have no doubt they took shits and, and pissed in these in these offices. I'm sure oh. they did shit like that, too. Uh, you know, the guy in Pelosi's office stole mail, yep. um, you know, why his shirt was off later when he was posing with the mail. I don't know. But like now you had mentioned, by the way, the guy with the big horns is a big QAnon guy, because this is the next subject we can talk yeah. about. Uh, supposedly yeah. he's the, he's the whole reason why they think it's Antifa was all emasquerading as them because the horns guy uh, is an Antifa, not, not QAnon or whatever he is. And you've been listening to a free preview of our Patreon exclusive weekender show. If you want to get in on all the fun and get that bonus episode every week, not to mention exclusive content, uh, live hangouts, question and answer sessions. We're even going to do some of these live so you can come and watch how the sausage is made. All you have to do is go over to patreon.com slash muckrake podcast. On top of that, you get to hang out with the muckrake community, which are a really good group of people. So you should do that. That is patreon.com slash muckrake podcast. We'll see everybody next week. Thank you.